Hey everybody, welcome to episode 234 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson 234. It's late in the evening, sir. Yeah, this is a late night one. Mm-hmm. Late night podcasting. Now we can just be lazy tomorrow. Yeah. Um, or I can wind up in the emergency room with swollen gum. I don't know what's going on here with my tooth. I choose A. <laughs> I'd like to not have to go for no. emergency treatment. But it is me after all. So um, we uh, it, it, kind of a quick one today. Not much has been going on news-wise that, that we're aware of, at least. Um, we did find a showing of the whale. So we are... Whale. Hoping to be seeing that at the end of the month. Which we'll watch. For my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we we squeezed a series in that we started yesterday? Yeah, I think so. I think we started it yesterday and finished it today. And a movie. It's been mm. I mean, chock full of cinematic adventures. Yeah. If I mean, you we will. watched other stuff, but just nothing worthy to talk about. Yeah. We watched... I'm not even going to say the name of the movie. It was... It's, you know, you have those actors that you don't want to give up on. Yeah. I have one of those. I'm not going to say who it is. But there's an actor who, I mean, I think won. Did he win an Oscar for that? I'm not sure. I don't know. It was an, an, an Oscar nominated, very well known. Yeah. Um, I'll say it's, uh, it's a historical World War II based film. I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, and they are an amazing uh, actor, and but they just uh, he just often chooses yeah, he's, a he's a winner, and it's just crazy to me. This is this is how this is how um, what's the word? Just kind of zany this business can be, yeah. right? Yeah. That you could be in an award winning film oscar winning film you could win an oscar and then be in some pretty low budget stuff mm. just years later yeah and then also in higher budget stuff right at the same time it's right. so bizarre it's so bizarre um to be fair this actor had a hand in this film mm-hmm. so they were, I don't know, it was just, it was pretty awful. It was pretty awful. So I was like, I have nothing good to say about that, so I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention it. I'll mention its existence, but not the title and, yeah. or the actor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we we finally got around to watching uh, American Gigolo. Yeah. Um, gigolo. Your Gigolo. Um, and, you Rest know, we're, we're a frown, Yes. We're a fan of um, of the Bernthal, mm-hmm. and so we usually watch his stuff. Um, this was an interesting role as a gigolo. Yeah. Which I, I can't say that I don't see it, because he has this, like, smoldering eye contact yeah. thing that he does. But he's usually a brute, and yeah. he's very good at that. Yeah. He's very good at playing a brute. Yeah. Um, but then also good at playing a sweetheart. So there you go. Yeah. You know? He's an asshole with a heart of gold. With a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those shows that had a ton of directors. You know, everyone yeah. kind of took a hand in an episode. This is a series based off of the original film, which I, th- I want to say like 1980, 1981, yeah, something like, like that. that with Richard Gere. I did see this movie as a young child, as inappropriate as that would be. And I didn't really remember much about it. I don't. I um, never saw it. No. 
Um, so it was, I mean, they followed that. I know there was, he was like accused and this yeah. and that. So I don't know how many liberties they took with well, the show. Well, my understanding is they took quite a bit. Hmm. You know, um, I, had, I didn't see the original one, but I did like, you know, looking up the synopsis and stuff. It doesn't, it, it seems like, it, it seems like this is almost would be like a sequel to it. Like, I don't think, I don't think in the original one, he went to jail for 15 years and then came out, you know what I mean? I don't I know, know if he was all accused that... in it. And... Yeah. I oh. feel like the original one was probably more about the events that took place prior to prison, but I'm not sure about that. I should probably watch it before I say anything, but <laughs> we'll just, um, make, we'll make that a fact. But I do know that this is much more grittier and kind of, you know, so I don't know. I have some thoughts. Okay. So it was, uh, John Bernthal, uh, Gretchen, uh, Maul, um Wayne Brady who we love mm-hmm. um and Wayne Brady as a as a gigolo is even funnier yeah cursing saying bad words it's always it's always funny yeah. uh does Brian, does Wayne Brady have to slap a bitch <laughs> um um the uh what's his name Leland something or other yeah. from so who we always know is oh god he had yeah. the gun in my mouth I mean no matter what that poor guy does I yeah. will always Appearing picture in him both of these things we've watched it was, yes he was he had like a, a, a very small, very small role in the next thing that we review but um yeah that poor guy like no matter what he does he's always distraught and being interrogated by Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt in my in my mind yeah um did he talk to them? I know they talked to the the club owner, but were they interviewing him? I don't remember. Anyway, um, who else? Oh, Rosie O'Donnell, who, yeah. um, you know. Very underrated. I think, you know, the problem is that, you know, Rosie O'Donnell has, she's a very outspoken, loud mm-hmm. person in her, in her, in her heyday, if you will. Yeah. Um, and was so she, was she on The View? I think. I know I don't I feel remember. Like she was on the she view, might have been. But I don't know. I know she. I remember her from her for her sh- for. Uh, <laughs> I remember her from her show in the nineties mm-hmm. yeah, I remember yeah. when I would be like homesick for the day. She, yeah. I think she was like late morning or something. She had a spot in there. Mm-hmm. I remember her show, and so you know, a lot of people have opinions on her. They don't like her or whatever. Um, I don't know the woman as a person, obviously. Sure, yeah, I'm just right. judging her acting. She's a very, very good actor. She has played... She seems to be like... Detective social worker seems to be like her yeah. niche. Yeah. <laughs> she does a really good job of it. Um, but she was in... Um, uh, oh, God, what was that? Yeah, where she played the caretaker or whatever. Yeah, no, she played her mom in um, Smilf. You know, oh, it, right. it, she's she was in. I know this much is true. Obviously, a league mm-hmm. of their own. But you know, she she's had she's had several roles, and I think she's really good. I always enjoy watching her. She has like yeah. this kind of this like sarcastic sort of natural delivery that just always works. I don't yeah. know. I think she's really good. And I well, it's uh, the thing is, you know, yeah, with her, it's like, but with this role, I feel like she did she did something a little different which was very interesting where she kind of had like almost she had this very dry sort of sarcastic thing but like also no bullshit thing Mm -hmm. and um and and almost robotic in certain parts like like this is just all she knows so Mm uh yeah i really i i really appreciated her performance in this a lot thought it was very well, well done yeah it was really good um, ironically, she was the one who stood out for me. I mean, we love the Burnthal and everything, but mm-hmm. like for me personally, yeah. her character was my favorite. I, I looked forward to her scenes more than, um, anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to say that, but you know, yeah. it's just, it, you know, 
again no shade it's just like that's yeah. how good her character was and how well she played it um so the you know it was weird like there were times where the production um the quality seemed kind of higher end and then there were other times where it felt like yeah, like it was on even. fx yeah do you know what i mean yeah. i don't know there were times like it didn't feel yeah. like a showtime production at times it was really weird there was times where it was like i don't know what's going on we still don't have car scenes done they're still not good yeah they're still weird um, and, um, I, and i get it it's fucking expensive to shoot mm-hmm. you know to drive around and shoot versus just sitting in a green screen studio or in that volume stage or whatever you're using i get it but it's still ugh distracting yeah we haven't really got there yet with that the lighting was really inconsistent um Mm -hmm. not to be nitpicky but there were times where it was like so obvious that there was a light behind somebody from one angle and then from another angle there was no light the sun would be shining on one uh actor's face and then the person right next to them would have no light where the light would then be hitting them it was like i feel like those are the types of things that you um that happen when you're shooting a show versus maybe a film because you're moving so, so much faster that you don't necessarily mm. have the time to to physically rig i mean you, you can storyboard and plan for everything but you know once you get on set it all falls apart and you know you you don't have the time to to kind of uh um you know nitpick this stuff as much as you you would on a film i would imagine i did like i appreciated the grading and the lighting in the flashbacks for prison when he was originally booked yeah it had like yeah. that this gritty kind of green um deal going on that looked really nice i, I really did like it it's just that it was mostly sun it seemed like sun whenever yeah. it was a scene with sun that it would kind of be off um yeah i mean like I don't know. This was, I don't think it was a bad show. Like it was no. entertaining, but I don't know that I would like tell somebody to run and watch it. Yeah. See, um, my, my issue is that, you know, you're, you're, you're basically jumping off this American gigolo name, mm-hmm. but this isn't, this is nothing to do. Like this shouldn't have been American gigolo. It should have just been X show, you know, about the same, cause the story, you know, there's a, you know, the story's fine. It's a good story. It's a crime thriller story or whatever you know like should it have been like canadian gigolo or something no just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> we New want York, the same LA thing gigolo, yeah but not quite the but same that's, thing that's the part of it that kind of took me out right when they got into like because they're like it's american gigolo and so i feel like they they felt like well since it's american gigolo let's have some really racy sex scenes mm. and that stuff just kind of took me out because I knew that they were doing it just because this show was, you know, just for the, just for the, just for the, um, it added nothing to the, it story. added nothing. Um, I mean, you, you could argue that, I guess, because it, you wanted the, the, to show this world or whatever, but it, for me, it didn't add anything story wise. And I, I felt like they were trying to tell this crime story and then they just had to keep wedging all this American gigolo stuff into mm-hmm. it. And so, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't, I don't know. You had the, like this beginning with like Blondie or whoever, but that didn't match the tone of the show at all to me, you know, like this the kind of opening song. Yeah. Where you, which was like eight minutes long every time. <laughs> it's true. That was the opening you was know? a bit much. And, it was and like, I love Debbie Harry, but it was like, um, it's actually the entire song. We're just going through the entirety of the song. Yeah. Here. Um, I don't know this. I didn't have a problem with the show. I liked the show. I thought it was well done. Um, I would recommend if you, 
you know, if you are into those types of shows or any of the actors that you watch it, because it's it's a good show. I, again, I wouldn't say you have to see it, but it's mm. it's definitely worth a watch. But I I don't know. I just felt like they just were like ham fisting all this American Gigolo stuff and a lot of flashbacks, which were okay. But at one Oof. point, it's like I would love to know the runtime of the flashbacks versus the the present day stuff because it was just so many there, and it was a lot so of many flashbacks. it was a lot of the same flashbacks. So it's yeah. like you weren't really giving us new information. Right. It was like, like the same scenes over and over. Here's this person, and he's in this position, and he likes her. So let's show you the flashback of that. And, you know, all these flashbacks are setting up what's going on in the story now. So I don't know why, but none of them were really like yeah, connected. It yeah. just seems like they just were showing it for the sake of showing that they had this relationship, how far it went back, or you know whatever. Um, yeah, I I have I I I take itch, I take issue with de aging, and I yeah, don't. There was some de aging done here. Some. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there can't be some if you're talking about the flashbacks because every flashback was de-aged. Yeah. So I don't mind it for like a hot second, right? When you're like, we need to show, like, okay, you know, it, had there not been so many of those scenes, we would not, it wouldn't have been so gratuitous. Yeah. But they just like Irishmaned this show. It was like I, 50% of this show was de-aged. And whenever they did that, it was like the the like again. This is more your thing and not mine. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use like layman's terms when I say this because it's just like I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. I'm a layman. Uh, I'm a lame man. Yeah. Woman. Uh, I there's there's noise. That's the best way that I know how to explain it. Right. Sure. When they would do this, so like you they in order to smooth their faces out there would be all this noise that was put in and it was very, very obvious. And then everybody had this like weird, um, unnatural peachy thing going on to their yeah. skin tone. It was and really I bizarre. It came, and I think it came down to a time and budget thing again, because you know, the show, the budget of a show and the amount of de-aging and work that had to be done. is just, just didn't have enough. And so you smooth out the skin and you throw some grain on it and then call it a day. And, that's kind of what they did here. And yeah, I think I agree. I think they were a little heavy handed with regraining everything to match the original grain. Um, but here's my question to you. What the only times it looked good to me was in those scenes in those uh, flashback prison scenes. Mm -hmm. What is it about bright light? Because Rosie looked, O'Donnell you thought it looked better in bright light. No, no. Rosie O'Donnell looked phenomenal, actually, the for de-aging. Um, and, and he looked quite good as well during that scene. I mean, it could be but any, no, every other scene yeah. in the light when they, they had sunshine hitting them yeah. or light hitting that, them, well, it looked is, awful. Harsh light is a little tougher because you're, you have nothing to hide, right? If you're in like I guess a, you're hiding behind shadows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you can like yeah. hide with the shadows and, and, and because it's lit in a very specific way, you can accommodate that lighting and, and it may just, and it may just be, um, a time thing, right? Maybe they had more time with. Hmm. certain shots than they did with other shots when they got them approved or whatever i don't know i felt like something that that there's something that happens with low light where it's much more forgiving yeah. it looks well, much most better visual effects stuff is at night you know and i'm like maybe stuff. we should have kept the de-aging scenes in low light yeah. because they seem to have so many bright light ones and it was yeah. just like well, it, and you know being i don't know what technique you know there's always a whole bunch of De-aging isn't like a thing, you know? It's not like a, mm. a, a specific technique. There's tons of techniques that you use to accomplish that result, you know? Um, 
that's why people say like, well, they have day aging technology. Well, they've always had it. They just they didn't know how, they've didn't gotten better with it, it and they you know it's not one technique. You know, it's like softening. You know, it's just the whole thing. Anyway, um, so so when you're light, when you are lighting it, you know, like, all right, we're gonna de-age this, so let's light it super soft. Mm. So that gives us a little bit of a head start on de-aging. Whereas when you're in the sun, but it's the harsh. funny thing was the first scene that we saw it in, I actually didn't notice it. And I just went, why is this so noisy and yeah. grainy? And you said, because they're de-aged. And then I looked at their faces and I was like, oh, yeah, look at that. They don't have any wrinkles yeah. where they had in the previous scene. So it went right. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. But then, no, I, all they, I could my, focus my on was the was, noise. Was, it wasn't so much in this one because they didn't, they weren't like running around or anything or it wasn't a huge, it wasn't even like a huge de-aging. It was like 15 years or 10 years or something, but... Um, it was pretty egregious, actually, when you look at their faces, present day faces. Right. But they always, there's always something like they went pretty you know, ham like with it. If 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 it's like the you know part of the collar or chest is showing or an arm showing, and you're like, I know that arm is the same now. Like that's mm. they you know they're not gonna they didn't probably didn't have the time or the budget to do other body parts. They focus on the face, and so you know that with something so like the irishman it was like you de-age this person but they're still walking like they're 90 and yeah. it, it wasn't <laughs> 90. like that it wasn't like that in this film but yeah. um it was uh no shade of course i'm just saying like this um well yeah because but, those things those those things are noticeable yeah. right you know those things are noticeable and um de-aging is best when it's just like any visual effects is when it's used subtly if you can if you can Less is more, people. Yeah, less is always more. If you can kind of use makeup and lighting to kind of trick that and then augment it with some visual effects, that's usually the best way to go. But, you know, it it, it all it usually all, all comes down to budget, right? If you have enough time and money, you can make anything look amazing. So, Yeah, and we don't know what – we don't know. I mean, we know that they spent 14 years on the intro, so that probably yeah. – um, People always want to shade. Look at these visual effects. They're horrible. And it's like, well, it's not their – it's not the artist's or the – necessarily or the house yeah. fault because it depends know, if showtime was like you've got three weeks that's always what it's going to be i can guarantee 100 percent of the time if visual effects look bad it's because they didn't have enough uh money or time or both you know? yeah yeah because i mean artists i i can say this with confidence the artists never want to send stuff out that looks bad right we have too much pride and in, in too much time that we put into stuff to i mean i'm sure there's some outliers that don't give a shit but but generally overall, speaking, yeah. yeah, overall, there's there's a there's a pride in that. And you, you it, certainly aren't intending to to attach your name to something that doesn't yeah. look good because that doesn't that look good for you. More times than I can count where I have to send a graphic out or a VFX or a motion graphic piece or something that I just hate because I didn't have enough time or they changed it to something that was stupid because mm -hmm. some producer wanted to put his wanted to pee all over it or whatever. Um, and I'm ashamed of it. And so it's no different here. Yeah. That's when you're like, you anyway, know what? You don't have to credit me. It's cool. Let's talk about the show, I guess. <laughs> the show itself. Um, he digresses. Yeah. But the, yeah, but it was, it was I, John Bernthal's, you know, he's Bernthaling all over it and doing his thing, <laughs> which I appreciate. You know, he has this, you know, John Bernthal has. He's these, a funny crier, though. I will say that. He's that a funny I, crier, but he, <laughs> he does, he does the, um, the emotional macho man well. You know, yes. That's kind of his, his niche, yeah. if you will. Um, he's a tough guy, but he could, he'll cry and, that, yeah. and, and that's fine. He'll cry like a big five-year-old. Yeah. Um, um, and I appreciate that, you know, because there's, I'm sure there's plenty of tough guy actors that don't want to, 
be vulnerable like that, you know, and he's not afraid to do that. So, yeah, I mean, we, you know, you, I'd love to see him stretch a little bit. I will say, I feel like he has it in him, but I don't think that's his choice though. Oh, of course I, not. Like, yeah. I don't, I, look, I don't blame him I at think all. He's if, typecast, if they're going to keep throwing money at me like that and shows and all this stuff, I, I'm not going to turn it down. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of the the path, you know, this will be his path. I can almost guarantee it. He does these tough guy roles for a while and then he'll either start doing, and then he starts playing against type rom-coms. where he's like, he's doing rom-coms or he's doing parts where he's like a weak person who can't fight or something, you know, like when Sylvester Stallone did like Copland or whatever, you know, and he was like <laughs> a big tough guy that was like, didn't want, I don't know, but, I, but that's, that's coming for him, but he has to just, he has to get his. I think just to put a stamp on the on Hollywood. Well, we we've seen that thing. a little and bit. We saw that in the um in the Sandra Bullock uh, film because we were like, oh, what? How refreshing that he was kind of the guy in this that was like, look, I don't want any trouble because yeah. he's usually the guy who wants trouble, and so I think when most people, no, he's usually the guy that doesn't want trouble but has no problem dishing it out. I don't know about that. Well, at that's all. what he was in this one. That's just this one. Yeah. I mean, when people think of John Bernthal, they absolutely think of a guy who wants trouble. The, Punisher, the man guess, is literally yeah. the Punisher. Okay. Uh, small engine repair, fucking yeah. problematic. Fury, fucking po- problematic. The guy is yeah. problematic. He's always problematic. So, Well, the, his character is not him. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, and so I think that uh, what's ironic is that he has really good comedic timing, but I don't think that many... Uh, producers and and directors are thinking of him for that part. Um, Sweet Virginia, he was yeah. the good guy, but problematic, right? Like he, you know, it's like he still drama and shit followed him, um, and and so he he just kind of and it's also he's got that face, like it's hard to cast him as a soft character because he has very hard features, and oh, yeah. so I think he's forever going to predominantly play those yeah. roles and has no body fat okay i don't know what's happening. they're gonna they're gonna he's gonna play those parts but mm-hmm. i think that hopefully he can right i mean yeah he, but i mean like hopefully in between that he yeah. will have opportunities in his career to just play different characters because he can do it some people can't you know some people it's like that's their thing and that's that's what they play and that's all they know how to play but um he does have range it's just you know he's he was Punisher. It's it's like with anything else, you know. You become known for that role, and that role is eh. Then you get cast as eh every time because yeah, you know, yeah. that's what everybody thinks of. Um, everybody did a really good job. It was it was a it was a good show. It's just um, it felt kind of inconsistent sometimes. Also, what happened to the dog? I'm just I yeah, I need yeah, there's yeah. we need to tie up loose ends here for me because. Of all the things that happened, that's all I really cared about at the end. I was like, what happened? He paid for the surgery. He went on the date. He paid for the surgery. Yes, very nice. But did the dog do well? Did it survive? Mm. What happened? (laughs) I need answers. When you incorporate animals... I need to know if uh, I mean, if the dog's okay. We assume okay. so, right? I mean, we can assume so, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think there was also just moments where, like, his landlord, who very much came off as a person who was like, "I don't want any fucking drama and shit here," befriended him super quickly yeah. with all the drama he had. It was yeah. like, what happened to like not wanting problems well, and drama? I have to wonder if the amount of drama he had was nothing compared to what she's used to, though. Maybe I, I mean know. I don't know. She I mean she was like 
twice divorced. She got the hotel and it was like she seemed to be pretty low key yeah. and he was not. So, yeah. I mean, look, she didn't have he didn't have people coming in there like shooting up the place or anything crazy. No, but, but she did literally she pick like, him up from pr- from prison where he jail, was being yeah. from jail where he was being accused of murder for the second time yeah. <laughs> of a woman. Yeah. The again. string of luck this guy has. It's yeah. Like... When she said you're the luckiest unlucky person, it yeah. was like, yeah, yeah. I, it was it was still a very good show. I mean, it was mm-hmm. good. It's, it's just it's like only eight episodes. It's, it's only yeah, kind of it's a, like forty five minutes or so each. It's it's a you can probably do it in a definitely in a weekend, but maybe in no, a, you can definitely get that done in a day. We just yeah. started later yesterday in the evening, so we had to cut through into today. But um, yeah, I mean, I would recommend it. I just wouldn't. I probably wouldn't rush to it. But it, I mean, it does have a really good cast. And again, Rosie O'Donnell's character was really good. If you're mm-hmm. a fan of her of her past roles then then this is a good one to watch yeah a very huge theme of like history repeating itself which Mm. was kind of like you know the whole like he was young and then a rich person kind of bought him and then brought him into this life and Mm -hmm. you know an older person and you know he had someone he when he was the same age as well women too specifically died and you know it's specifically that women were were the predators definitely like repeating themes in it like they kind of Usually those themes are a little more subtle, but they kind of hit you over the head with it a little bit where you're like, this is just the teacher. Yeah. The thing with the teacher a little bit was like they kind of hit you over the head with it. But um, I mean, I did appreciate them at least like pointing out that she would be considered a pedophile. Like usually they kind of glaze over that. And if the tables were turned, they'd be like, oh, this man took this girl and kidnapped her but like you know usually with women they're like oh they ran away (laughs) it's like well she is of age um more more than that and and knows better um so yeah that that's our review we we enjoy the actors and the show it was a decent show but um there were just kind of things that sort of threw us off sometimes and again um i think in contrast to what what you felt with the nudity i felt like there wasn't enough for what the theme was so i felt like either take it out tone it down because it didn't offer anything or Mm -hmm. make it more of the story because they are she's a she's she's running a a, a, you know an escort service right so like at least push that more than if it's about the escort service or don't put it in as much because it was the amount was so yeah, but, uh, strange right. to the story. Yeah, but I don't feel like that aspect of it furthered the plot. You know, it could have been anything. Because right? the plot wasn't focused on the escort service right. is what I'm saying. So, like, either focus on the right. escort service and have just have it be an orgy of nudity or just stick with the story, which is what you were trying to do. But then you were, like, throwing in these elements of the escort yeah. life and it just was, like, displaced in, in, in a way. It was yeah. just really weird and can we just can somebody perfect blood god it's it's always sticky and it's always thick and it's like i don't know how we haven't figured this out yet it's tough because it has to be that same blood for like eight hours so i hear you but it just it never it just never looks right um however jumping into when blood does look right um we also watched amsterdam amsterdam where there is a scene with Zoe Saldana and they're doing an autopsy. And that was actually done quite nicely. Yeah. Like what was, um, not just that scene, I'm sorry, uh, but with Margot Robbie as the nurse. Yeah. Those scenes were done really well with the blood. I thought they did really good with the, 
makeup and all that stuff. We'll get into... Okay, so... Well, yeah, I like almost, an $80 million dollar budget. Yeah, I almost didn't want to watch this, right? Because here's the thing. Yeah. There's no way that none of the actors on this set are aware of this man's issues. Yeah. And well, look, I'm he, hitting he's a been, point he's been with making, him. You know, he hasn't made a, a feature in a while, but like every time he makes features, celebrities are fucking this jumping the at problem. the chance to work this, with this, this person. This is the problem. Is and, that, you know, males and females. There are people that will not work with him again. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that, right? That are just like not fucking doing that again. Um, and I'll break this down I'm in sure terms. I'm sure there's horror stories about this film. I, I I'll break this down in terms of um, uh, s- certain situations, right? Now, working with somebody who is knowingly problematic is never good, right? We never want to support people behaving this way. But I very much understand when up and coming actors, especially unknown actors, their agent calls them and says. I have a part, you would audition, it's you You have dialogue in a David O. Russell film. And I 100% understand the uh, the attraction to being like, that is an amazing opportunity, right? Yeah. Not to work with David O. Russell, but that David O. Russell always attracts very good actors and an A-list cast, right? And so as an unknown, that's an amazing opportunity that you're going to be able to work alongside and with, that your scene partner could be Christian Bale or, you know, uh, Zoe Saldana or, or, um, um, Jesus Christ, I almost said Denzel Washington. (laughs) I mean, it is his son. Uh, But, you know, I, I understand that. Like, I get it. But I don't understand why any of the actors in this film picked this film yeah because they didn't need it yeah michael shannon does not need help yeah margot robbie does not need help christian, right? bale, doesn't christian need bale doesn't need help chris rock doesn't need help like i mean although you know the one thing rami malik like yeah. it, it, it yeah, is anya taylor joy anya taylor joy yeah it's like it, that was one of the big problems for me with this film is in all of his films really it's, it's just too much too many fans uh, famous people in it um john david washington uh, john, yeah, john washington, washington yeah the only one i can po- possibly understand is um christian bale because that character was so unique and eclectic and and i would imagine as an actor that is gonna just be like okay but let's not act like christian bale is not the only person like christian bale gets amazing opportunities sure he didn't need this he's choosing to work he's worked with him several times now he's choosing to work with him him a bunch and and here's so is de niro here's the problem and so is de niro did margot robbie work with him before no no maybe not no um andrea riseborough also was in there she doesn't need help uh you know this is tricky right because i think christian bale is a phenomenal actor right and i think he played the shit out of the role he always does he always does especially and this is where it's so this is where it's so frustrating because he does um, he shines in david o russell scripts i will say that he does very well in them he does very well in everything he does very well in everything yes but he like for me, his more my favorite roles of his are usually have been in his films. Yeah. Not all of them, but like you know, he he always plays the crap out of his characters in his films. Like the fighter in this, like his he he writes to his strengths. Yeah. 
and he and he freaking shines and so I understand that but at the same time my problem is that Christian Bale stood up for Amy Adams and stood up to him yeah so why are you continuing to work with this man yeah like why and also it's almost it's almost come to a point where David O. Russell needs Christian Bale to be successful. I'm just yeah. saying. If you look if you look at his films, like yeah, you have Silver Linings and all that stuff, like I Heart Huckabees, but like to me his stronger films have had Christian Bale, Christian Bale in them. Yeah. So Christian Bale's in an opera he he is in a position to say, listen, this shit's gotta stop. Like you can't treat people like this. If you want to work with me and I do want to work with you. You need to go to anger management or you got to figure yeah. some shit out, but you can't treat people this way. It's not okay. But to can just continuously like appease that type of personality by agreeing, yeah. I, I don't understand. I mean, this like, film lost, I mean, I, I looked up, I IMDb'd it after we watched it real quick just for a second, but this film lost so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think almost like historically yeah. to an historic amount, like 80 or 90, like all of the budget didn't, it made like 13 million and the budget was like 80 or 90 or something. But it's like, you know, only in Hollywood, right. Would someone, could some, someone yeah. get away with like being an asshole and losing money, but and still be given, but still be given more yeah. and more opportunities when there's tons of talented directors out there that respect the, the and, f- the, and, the art and I'm, of I'm going to say if, furthermore only in hollywood could a male director get away with sure. this shit well that's kind of what i was yeah alluding to because there's no fucking way look at uh, uh olivia wilde people want to cancel her and her shit had nothing to do with filming and wasn't nearly as bad yeah. as this stuff so like... it's like you know i mean we had our issues with her as a person but that doesn't mean that she should stop making films you know if she's if she's treating her cast well and you know uh delivering uh you know which i just think it's making her days it's it's also just uh, you know the there's the the contrast and 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 how that that goes you know uh, ironically um uh oh jesus christ what's her face jennifer lawrence um after her faux pas with uh you know being the first female superhero in movies uh she then called out brian singer and i thought it was i I was ironic that she didn't call out david o russell right right but she specifically called out brian singer which i um, I loved that clip which you know which is we'll we'll give you a slight redemption on on your superhero reaction at the round table more than the fact i mean i like the fact that she said it i think more people need to call be called out but uh, I get how you know, like. Not- but what's with the? So that's the thing is, like, I think Only the, certain people can. The call biggest out problem people. is the silence, right? Like, so she yeah. says that, and every woman busts out, and not because of what she said, yeah, like, because not because they all she know said, it. yeah, not because yeah. what she said was so it's funny, funny but it's because it's true. because they know that it's true, and it's like, oh shit, you just said it, right? Yeah. Because your agent's gonna be like, what did you yeah. do? But I'm that's sure what I'm her saying. agent. Like, there's, only cer- there's only a certain level of people that can do that. Jennifer Lawrence is one of those people, you know. Yeah, um, well, yeah, but that, but this is what I've always said, right? Christian Bale is that person. He is the person to say, mm-hmm. this isn't okay. We also had Christian Bale have a meltdown on set as well, though. So yeah. there's the irony, right? Is, you know, I don't think is he the Russell best, was ever in his eye line. Is, so. <laughs> is he the best person to be? But, you know, like, that's the thing is just taking accountability. And, but here, here's where this gets even more interesting for me because. David O. Russell was towing a line with me, uh, you know, just in the way that he was treating people. I was already like, God, this really sucks because he, again, art and artist. I think the guy's a prick, but he makes good films. 
up until about now. And again, this film wasn't bad. It just was not as good as his other films. Mm. I think it was um, it was way too busy and and it was over busy. overwritten and overthought. Yeah, completely. I, I appreciated the tone of it. I thought the tone was interesting. Yeah. I really wish they would have. I really wish that it would have leaned into the comedic side a bit more because I way feel more. like I feel like Christian Bale in the moments that the script called for him to have this comedic timing and this funny things mm. he obviously it. nailed it yeah. but i feel like that character was ripe for that kind of tone mm-hmm. throughout and so i feel like the tone of it was a bit weird i like the i like the it's a weird thing like i like the maybe tone is the wrong word because I, I liked the feel of the film and how it was kind of like a little bit awkward like it wasn't mm-hmm. quite Just it wasn't hyper realistic but mm-hmm. it wasn't super realistic either as tone this kind of weird line and i appreciate that i always like when films do that and um it's very hard to do um and I like that it did that. But then at the same time, yeah, it, it kind of like teetered on like uh, these comedic moments because the, they they were done so well. But it I don't know if it they were rushed. Fit. It was like yeah, they would yeah, rush yeah, over yeah. it instead yeah. of sitting, you know, they, they would have a really good moment and then they would rush over it. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that. So his, I guess I guess what I'm saying films yeah, like, tend to be more comedic. Yeah, and... I guess it's more like those comedic moments were really good, but they fell out of place. I guess. Mm, yeah, yeah. I I um my my biggest issue with it, uh, just the controversy aside, and and his being problematic aside, the actual film itself, um, he he always he always toes the line with having too many people. And this was a huge, this was a big faux pas for yeah. me with this one. Silver it's Linings like kind of worked. Literally every single person in this film is a American famous person. American Hustle, you know, like yeah. fighter. But this was way too much. It was way too much. Literally every freaking actor was someone that I was like, oh, I recognize that person. I recognize yeah. that person. And we definitely knew, you know, 90% of the people, which that's too many people to recognize. Also, yeah. fucking t- Taylor Swift. I couldn't have yeah. been happier to have her get hit by a car. Which I'm surprised because she's very kind of like, um, you know, she's usually against this Female sort of stuff, empowerment. Yeah. yeah. So this is what I was going to get into. I'm surprised that she, um, she, she did the film. Yeah. I, I, again, this is the hypocrisy, right? Like, why did she do the film? I and mean, there's there's no way. Did her agent not hear? Yeah. If she didn't, did her agent not hear about it? Also, she's a horrible actor. <laughs> she's a terrible yeah, actor. Too. Don't do that. Yeah. I just don't get it. Um, I would have liked more of Zoe. Yeah. Because yeah. she's just so freaking good. I, I just felt like there were lost opportunities. Yeah, and I, I, I'm surprised. Her, like, like, why did know. Timothy Oliphant's character need to be him? That could have been in uh, like an, uh, a lesser known actor and give yeah. somebody an opportunity. The guy was in it for like five minutes total. Like, it just, it just didn't, I don't know. It was like, you know, having celebrities for the, the sake of having celebrities. And it didn't add, and not necessarily yeah. having... Um, celebrities that complemented each other. It was just like the smorgasbord of like names. It was like, you know, so just somebody name throwing for two hours and not really making sure that, that there was like, a cohesive relationship. I thought him and Washington went well together and yeah. Robbie, like the trio worked like, okay, fine. Yeah, great but together. then I'm like, great why chemistry. is Mike Myers here? What? Yeah. And not not like in a Tarantino way, right? Like when he showed up in Glorious Bastard, yeah. it totally made sense. It was yeah. like, oh my god, how funny! Because he he fit that part. It was a small part. Or and he, in uh, 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 the Queen film, 
Yes, like yes, in too. Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian like, Rhapsody, he, yeah. it, this made no sense. And also, I've got to say, I love Michael Shannon, but it was like, Michael Shannon's too big for... Th- the The part was yeah. way too small. You don't get Michael Shannon and use him for four minutes, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but you just don't. Um, and so it started to become too much for me. Uh, yeah, my was, other... I, I thought I saw a thing about um, some kind of issue but uh i can't find it now so like on set or yeah something about like cops being having to be called oh geez i didn't call cut or something like that (laughs) what yeah i didn't and i didn't want to say anything until i read it but i can't find it why does that sound so oh russell um i just want to say margot robbie did work with him before in the uh the big short or whatever that one was did you see that yeah we did see the big short yeah yeah we did actually okay yeah um so another thing that i i just it was it was distracting from the jump um the eye so i just want to i just think that that david yeah david o russell just needs to understand uh just how the human body works sorry margot robbie says police had to shut down filming because the director never called cut in fact the officers were the ones who wrapped the film because the crew would have just kept working she said Hmm. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Like in a a specific scene or just generally throughout the day? I don't know. That's bizarre. It's in the IMDb trivia, so it has to be true. It must be true. That must be factual. Um, Okay, so let's just, let's just, let's just say that I did not um, briefly date somebody who had a fake eye. Let's just say that that didn't happen. Um, Just on... on a biological standpoint, that's not how eyes work when they're missing. Um, However... Uh, facts. I did uh, date somebody for a short time who was missing an eye. So I'm not going to say that I I didn't date somebody with a glass eye, but I'm. It's not a glass eye. It was a plastic piece. It was a plastic piece. Um, So this is this is the advanced version of what he would have had, and I can assure you that's not how that works. Um, The injury that he had to his eyelid is like, oh, that's nitpicky. It's not because it was the major focus of this character. Okay, it was a huge focus of the character, and the injury that he had to his eye would have cut the nerve in his eyelid first of all. So blinking, not happening. Mm just not happening so they they created a scar around the eye and then didn't really create enough of a scar on the actual eyelid which would have been drooped it would he would have a dead eye okay so in but here's what made it even crazier so you're going to completely ignore biology and the human body and how it works you're going to let's just say we're completely throwing that out the window for comedic value sure okay but then you're going to have a scene where it does work the way it would work right one eye stays still the other eye moves around yeah. and it doesn't blink. The eye that is yeah, missing. Yeah, it was inconsistent. Sometimes that. it would go with the eye. Sometimes it would go not with the eye, but still move. And sometimes it would it stay still. It was not. There's yeah. one scene where it's really like, really, really. Yeah. Uh, um, and that's really easy to, that's not yeah. a hard thing to do in post either. If yeah. They to, if they're like, no, we need to fix that. That's not. Like they they did it perfectly in one scene where they like pushed the comedic, the comedic yeah. aspect of his eye, his, his good eye moving and the other nine eye not moving. And I'm like, why is he continuously, he's blinking and he's staring at people in the exact, the eye is moving. <laughs> Glass eyes did yeah. not move with your working eye. It would have, even if it blinked, let's just say, I'm going to say that he had a miraculous recovery and the nerve. He is a doctor. 
right? The nerve recovered beautifully, the eye is not moving. It's a glass eye. It's not connected to any of the nerves and the tendons and things inside of your head. So it's not going to move with perfectly with the other eye. He would have a lazy eye at, at the very least, right? It would do weird things. Yeah. And then we're talking about the early 1900s where the science behind that was so, it was new, right? So it would have looked the worst. Yeah. It would have looked the absolute worst. Um, so that that I thought was so lazy, right? No pun intended. Just why? Yeah. How did you how how was the focus of this character being that he lost his eye and then he you know he does prosthetics and stuff for other people and then not get the science of that right? Yeah. It was very weird. Um, what I didn't know until after the fact, um, and like look, you know, there's always rumor and rumors. So there, so we. We don't have to wonder if the rumors about him are true on set. There's actual audio of it. And yeah. way too many people have corroborated the fact yeah. that he is a terrible person to work for and that he's a, a tyrant of a director. Um, this this is something that you can go like, oh, well, that's an accusation. And, pe and, and he already has the accusations against him. So it's an easy thing to fake. If not for the fact that he confirmed with police officers that he did in fact grope his niece mm. so it's like mm -hmm. this isn't even like a rumor this is uh so his niece is apparently trans i guess okay um and then like it's and an article threw in like of his adopted sister still not the point that's still yeah, your yeah, yeah. sister okay yeah, yeah. and that would be her daughter so or her child right so you don't either way whether it is a blood relative, whether you are physically connected to this person by blood or not, they are your sister, right? And so he um, he confirmed that he grabbed her breasts because, and then, and then like the best part was that his justification was it for it was that like she was asking for it. Mm. And, like literally or with her eyes uh you know with her body <laughs> yeah. and with her behavior yeah. and that ever since her transition she was like overtly sexual yeah. and and it's like okay but that uh, even if that's true because that could be true right let's right. just say oh you know this person was really sexual and problematic why are you around them yeah. that would be a situation where you say to your sister listen your kid is problematic yeah. for me because it's she's like, what, being... I had, what was i supposed to do say yeah. no she, you know, like she was asking like, for it. Like, so of course like I would lift her no, shirt. He has and no, uh, uh, like, you have no say in the matter. Yeah, like you're basically, no you're compelled to do it because yeah. you're in the situation. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like, okay, now I'm like at a point where it's just like, th this is, we're getting into LaBeouf status with him. Like, do yeah. we continue to yeah. support somebody I mean, strictly who's, based on numbers alone? he shouldn't be making films but you know then you add all this how is he getting the, like it's not like who said to him like all right you haven't made accusation. a movie since joy and you're a fucking asshole here's 80 million dollars yeah you know like i don't i don't i don't really get it yeah and and this is and that's that that's the thing it's like i wanna like i wanna be like you know kind of high five lawrence for calling out singer but she's also worked with him three times yeah 
Well, she may have been contractually obligated. I don't know, maybe. And that does happen for those of you that don't know. Sometimes yeah. if you want you one may, film, like, you have yeah. to take you the other. You sign up for all three before you even do the first this one. This is and true. You don't know if the director's okay, this is true. So we don't know if that's the case, but it's she just doesn't like, seem like come the on. Jennifer Lawrence doesn't seem like the type that would, like, wouldn't be afraid to you know obviously he's afraid but the, to kind the, of like this is this is the shit. biggest problem that i have with him is that you know he is a good filmmaker sure. i can't argue that he writes good stories he may he makes good films joy is a really good i've seen that movie several times Joy's i enjoy great. that Pride movie great. Uh, all, you know big short american great. hustle american like Hustle's everything great. like he makes good movies silver linings is really good like silver it's lines. just yeah. it sucks that he's such a cocksucker you know because it's like he he is talented and this is the problem right is that he is talented and so like he can have a flop because his other films have done so well we can't say like oh all of his movies are are shit yeah but i feel like you know i don't know like none of that this movie first of all like whether you're talented or you make even if no it doesn't it doesn't excuse anything none of that stuff you know, to your point with with Christian Bale, like he's not the only person that can make a good movie. You know, right? And he, I mean, there there is the there is the 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 fact that this movie came out during COVID, mm-hmm. so you were going to lose that. He that movie was never going to make sure. the money that it, it would have made without think, it. But yeah. I think that people that there was a lot of there were a lot of people that that actively decided not to watch this movie and support it, and I'm. I am as like I can't say I'm disappointed in him because he's just a shit. So it's like, yeah, he's just an asshole. So he's going to be an asshole. I expect yeah. that from him. I'm really disappointed in the people that are working with him because they're actors that I really enjoy and it's like I don't want to have to boycott in my own way, right? By yeah, not yeah. supporting their work and and getting to enjoy their performances, but like there has to be a point where it's like, look, something's got to give. It's not okay to work with this guy. You don't need the work. We're talking about A-list actors that don't need his yep. films. Well, I think, you know, what? It, what's interesting, though, is, you know, ever since COVID and, and the pandemic and stuff, the... Um... <laughs> Guys, he says that to be funny because he does uh, believe in it where he's yeah. being he's being sarcastic. Yeah. You have to throw that out there because you will you will get the wrong kind yeah. of fans after that. But like, I don't... I really don't feel... And, and it, it may be too early to tell, I don't know, but I feel like movie theaters are, are changed. 100%. You know, they're changed now and, and I it's it might be too early to tell if they're changed forever, but... Uh, I think that I think it's looking more like that's possible because of, you know, so my point being is that throwing him 80, like, I think if there was no COVID or no, you know, Mm -hmm. pandemic and all that crap, that this film could have easily made its money back based on the star power alone, you know, in the theaters, even with even with his controversies sure controversies you think because most people don't give a shit they just see like all the they say that they do like so here's the question right all the people that say i'm not watching this because he's problematic would they have watched it oh i don't know but i think there's enough people that either don't know don't care you know that 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 the movie could have made a hundred million dollars in in its lifetime and made Mm. its money back and possible i I think it's totally possible but now as we enter this kind of new phase that it looks like we're heading towards this type of movie. I don't know. I don't. I don't really think. You know, this is a stream. Well, I wasn't movie now, paying for it. You know, yeah, and because and it, it was available to rent, and yeah. I was like, I'm not paying for that. That'll be free soon. And then it was. A I waited until so it was on HBO. Nowadays, that aren't you know Star Wars, Avatar, mm-hmm. or you know like that sort of thing. 
is like they're they just i think people expect to see those on streaming you know and mm. i don't uh unless it's you know something like 1917 you know you know as, as an certain example, things you do have, there's yeah. certain things that that are more theater friendly that are like as much as i like really don't care about avatar i absolutely 100 percent feel that that is a theater sure where their movie if i was into it that sure. absolutely is a movie you have to see in a theater um and i'll watch it eventually just because of the effects and stuff but um I don't know. Like, I just feel like we're entering this new age, this new era, and I'm I'm interested to see where how everything goes. If they're gonna, you know, the last time we, you know, we're going to see the whale. Um, because but can we just discuss the fact? But but that... only because of Brendan Fraser and because he's so, yeah. Uh, so, you know, but here's he's the... The, a perfect person, <laughs> and uh, he's you know. But outside of that, like, I don't know. We we I feel like we just don't have that. No, we urgency we, to see stuff in the theater absolutely. as we used to. We we're much more selective about what we're. And it's like fifty fifty with COVID and yeah, the the, we're, the actual being in a theater well, with loud the, people. The and problem is also that not even COVID related stuff. Very few movies, uh, very few independent movies are given the better theater. Um, true, so yeah. we've gotten very spoiled by like reclining seats and being super comfortable. And so now it's just like, oh, you expect me to sit like in a regular movie seat? Like, what are you kidding me? Are we peasants here? Um, and that's what happened with the whale, right? I There was like a moment where I was like, Sashia, are you really not going to go see the whale because you have to sit in a regular movie chair? And there was this little part of me, the spoiled brat, right? You know, the let them eat cake part of me that was just like, I don't want to sit in a, a regular movie chair. I want to be comfortable. And, um, and but here's the thing with Brendan Fraser. Um, I've, I've been watching Brendan Fraser since literally since I was a kid. Yeah. You're a huge fan. A huge fan. Encino Man and Biodo... Uh, well, not... Airheads. Bio, uh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, Airheads and uh, um, Bedazzle. Uh, bedazzled. Bedazzled. Yeah. <laughs> bedazzled. Bedazzled. <laughs> bedazzled. Um, uh, you know, like, Brendan... And so when he popped up in The Affair, yeah. I was fucking ecstatic. I mean, Brendan Fraser was... He was gone, you know what I yeah. mean? I used to still occasionally check his website. I don't know if it's still up, but it was up for a very long time up until recently. Um, and so when I started watching The Affair and I was like, hold the phone. Is that seriously Brent and playing a villain? Yeah. No less. Like I was so excited. So when when it became in fashion to love Brendan Fraser, I'm like, look, it's good for him. But I hate that yeah. because it's like, where the fuck were you all this time? I have all these years that I was just like, where is Brendan Fraser? Like, what's going on? And I knew that it was that he had gotten hurt. And then he, you know, he had made, uh, the, you know, uh, the, the ac accusation, which hurt his career. Mm -hmm. And then his wife, like, fucking took all his money and yeah. he was having to pay her all this alimony. But he wasn't making any money, which yeah. was a problem. Um, and he really did hurt himself on The Mummy, which sucked. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm so excited yeah, he that was like he's at coming the, uh, back uh, at, on the top of the world. He when, really right was when, mummy, when mummies, when mummies, <laughs> when the mummies were about, you know, he, he was like, and then, you know, when I started watching Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad, um, uh, uh, what the hell is that? Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Um, and he, vo you know, he voiced it, but then he was in some flashbacks in the later seasons. I was so glad to see him in that because I knew that. You know, he had dealt with some some crap in his life. and Yeah, and like, look, and like, stuff. Brendan and, Fraser, um, he was doing stuff, but not 
it not was like, like high profile stuff. Not like, at all. You know, not yeah. at all. I think that and then the, you gain some weight, and then the minute you're an actor and you gain weight, forget it. It's over. Like, yeah, you're yeah. gonna be ridiculed, and and look at him, he's so fat. Well, it's like okay, but yeah, he he was doing stuff, but he wasn't doing stuff that was like really gonna pay the bill, especially with yeah. what his settlement had been with in in his divorce. So the last time I had really seen him in something that was like him was harebrained. That was the last movie that I had seen him that he was like on the cover right of of the post or you know of the the, remember that one he was in that and then he did a a whole lot of like indie stuff i'm not even gonna say indie just like lower budgeted stuff for a while a couple years and then he showed up in the affair and i was like holy shit and he's done he's done stuff since then but not like major stuff and then he got um whale what the whale no, no, because oh. he, he was in No Sudden Move. Remember, we saw that, and I was I was excited that, that he was in that. He had a, a small part in that. Um, but, like, uh, what I'm not understanding is, like, when we went to get tickets for this, it's being treated as this, like, little tiny indie film. And I'm like, it's Aronofsky. Like, yeah, that's so the what, other thing, too. It's what, like... I'm like, is there a story behind this? Like, when the hell did Darren Aronofsky's films get, like, Theater 11 at AMC, the last one saying, at the man. end of the hall? That's, like, that's what, like, my, you this know, is crazy. the whole thing about, like, you know, the David O. Russell's films, like, I don't know. If, I don't think there's a market for that. I think mm. The Whale... You know, because there's just so much buzz about it and Brendan Fraser's it's because performance it's Brendan, especially. Yeah. Um, you know, I think more people are aware of that than Aronofsky directing it. And Aronofsky, I mean, he's... For fuck's sake, it's Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a big shot in Hollywood. And I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think he treats his actors like shit. But you I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know if he's a you David You can't say that about anybody in yeah. this business because um, you always find out terrible things about somebody. But, uh... uh yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like um, I don't know if there's a there's really uh I don't want to say a market for it, but I, I just don't feel like that that that's kind of like a thing anymore because streaming because the quality of stuff on streaming has gone up so much. Yeah, you know. I I just look. I uh, it, it, I'm gonna be honest. If it wasn't Brendan Fraser, that I would have. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know that I. It, if would have gotten this buzz, I maybe would have never even watched it because I would have been like, Aronofsky made a film. You know what I mean? Because they, yeah. it's not really, marketing isn't what it used to be. You don't see commercials for trailers anymore. Yeah. You don't it's see, you know, so many people have cut the cord, right? So you don't have the opportunity right. to shove right. things down people's throat. And also these films were never in the forefront of trailers on commercials anyway. Yeah. It was always blockbusters. Well, it's tough for marketing, I would I would imagine, because there are still so many people that haven't cut the cord. Like we have cut the cord and sure. a lot of people have cut the cord. But I think if you, you know, like most people, you, you live in a bubble and, and you know, most people we know have cut the cord, but there's you go you look across America, and I'm sure it's probably something crazy like fifty percent of America still hasn't or whatever. So probably, yeah. so now when you're budgeting for promotions and stuff, it's like you have to do all the normal to budget normal budgeting for like ABC and CBS and NBC and all those regular stuff. But now you have to put all this money into internet marketing, mm-hmm. which is like on YouTube and Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff, which is starting to get more and more expensive because it's starting to become more and more important Mm -hmm. that your market on there. And so, um, you know, even Avatar, like I haven't seen a ton. I've seen a lot, but not not, like the way the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, not like that was all over the place. I mean, yeah. And that's another one. Like, I mean, that's, I don't want to get into the Avatar thing, but I'm interested to see what will happen because 
I don't... Well, it opens this weekend, right? Yeah, it opens this weekend, and I'm interested to see how well it does, because I'm interested to see, like... Or doesn't do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm twisting my mustache. Yeah. Well, that's I a, don't have yeah, a mustache yeah. yet. Once I once we do watch it, I have some, some thoughts on it, but I want to wait to see it first. But How um, long do you think that's going to take before they stream that? It'll be a while. Well, it's, yeah, it'll be a while. He wants to get as much money yeah, in that theater yeah. as he possibly can. Well, that's the part of it, right? It's because, you know, it's... Because he has to make five so gajillion much. dollars in it, order to yeah. justify but, it. But I think that's for two films. Because everyone whatever. keeps saying, like, it has to make two billion to make money. But I think... Because he shot three and f- two and three together. Hmm. And then they'll wait a while. And then they'll do f- three and four. I don't know. Hmm. Some One of... Uh, I think, like, uh, Sigourney Weaver was it. explaining because she, she was in it and... So they shot two and three together, and they, you know, they shot for like a year and a half or something. But, um, I mean, that's why he dropped out of Alita, James Cameron, who was originally mm-hmm. supposed to direct that. I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, me too. And they're definitely they're definitely making a sequel, which I'm very excited about. I know, but like, hurry up. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> James Cameron and his sequels coming way too late. So is he doing? Is he directing? No, this? I think it would be Rodriguez oh, again. Please, I hope so. I have I to. I have to watch the thing, but apparently they did a directors on directors thing where they talk to each. You know, they interview mm-hmm. each other, whatever. And I think they said something about a blood oath to do the sequel. I hope it's Robert Rodriguez for the yeah. second one as well. Um, yeah, so, you know, we we will obviously be um, reviewing the will when, when we see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're seeing that um, the 27th. So, um, so New Year's I'm, I'm very weekend. excited. I'm so excited. Yes, our, yeah. our New Year's Day show will be... And it's got one of the... Um, the I don't remember her name, but one of the actors from... Uh, Stranger, Stranger Things, Things is in mm-hmm. it, and um, an actor for something we just watched is in it as well. I can't remember who it is, but anyway, yeah. Um, I've been avoiding trailers for it. I avoid trailers for everything that I can possibly. Um, Sixty-five. I avoided that trailer with Adam Driver shooting dinosaurs. Yeah. Yes, please. I don't need to see anything. <laughs> just point me to where it's playing. Um, Zach Braff's new movie with uh, Le Pew. Yeah, with I Le Pew. avoided that trailer. Morgan Freeman. I did Molly watch Shannon that too, which I'm excited. I watched She's in that the... trailer. I'm but then I, I kind of see ended Molly it. Shannon in a uh, serious role. I mean, I know she's done some before, but yeah, she's very good in she's yeah. really good in serious stuff too. Um, she was on Scrubs. Mm-hmm. That's where they met, I suppose. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it, I I hate to say it, but you know that that whole like is the theater worth it thing has definitely has definitely sort of seeped into our veins because you know you know it's getting bad when i had to stop for a second and be like do i want to do i want to see this it's like it's brendan fraser so she of course <laughs> it's yeah. starring you know he's starring in the film like you've been waiting for this to happen yeah. for so long um, but if it, if it was going to be released streaming the same day even for like 20 bucks i would have streamed it we totally would have opted for that option i would have streamed it yeah i'm but not gonna lie just paid the, the money like yeah if they were like oh you you have to buy it for 25 dollars, i would have just bought it mm-hmm. because what you know traveling and yeah, gas yeah. and all that shit and snacks and everything you know forget it like you've paid more than that anyway i would have easily paid 25 dollars to to have bought that if they had streamed it um but i just don't want i as it is it's i don't want people ruining it i'm trying to like stay away because there's people have already dropping clips and i'm like stop it yeah. I don't want to know anything. I don't. I have not read into the synopsis of it. Like I know a little bit of it, obviously. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to see anything. They dropped the the new trailer that came. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I just want to go in blind. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, yeah. let's not do that. Um, 
And I and I think I think he's gonna kill it because because uh, it's Brendan and I love him and I'm so happy. And like this thing, this this you know, as he's gotten older, his his voice has changed. And he's so much. He's so soft spoken. Yeah. And it's almost like I, I think know. he's just been through a lot of shit. It's so like just <laughs> life has been to rough. Him talk and like how nice he is and 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 all please that don't stuff. tell me like, something bad about him. I know. It's like people with Robin Williams. Yeah. Like if somebody tells me Brendan Fraser is an asshole or that he has like he yeah. sexually assaulted somebody, there's just I did there's just nothing left in the world that's pure. I just yeah. please, <laughs> please, do, I don't need anything going on with Brendan Fraser. Like I've been following this man for too long. Yeah. Um. It, it's just uh yeah you know but unfortunately this is the business and 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 as we've said before they are just people. Mm-hmm. right and they can be talented and we can love their work and they can be very flawed so we don't know but uh i really do i i hope that this does really well and i hope that he gets more roles and i hope that it's it stops he wins you know the oscar i i want i want him to get work and not because it's what's in fashion yeah. in in you know freaking uh tiktok yeah you know it's just there's always like it's rare that that we would ever root for uh, somebody that is gaining traction like this, but yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, I watched Monkey Boned. What's that? Monkey Bone, right? Wasn't it Monkey Bone? I think he was in that. Oh, it was yeah. like something like an old. Yeah. Um, I did see that. Um, you know, like when he he has like this very very tiny cameo in Son in Law as his character from Encino Man. Mm. Like sort of, they don't say like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. him, you know, but like, you know, for, I mean, it's the same character, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, that's obviously who that is supposed to be. Um, but is it's just such a good, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I love him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I too love him. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I don't know, like, like we said before, there aren't as many things coming out for Christmas as we, as there usually is. Yeah. There's a bit of a lull this year. So I was like, oh, look, a shorter episode. Yeah. There's usually um, a Star Wars film around Christmas. something going on, but there's a lot of stuff that will be streaming. Um, yeah. so we're looking forward to yeah, Black Adam, Top Gun, you know, <laughs> Top Gun. Look, I'm going to watch Top yeah. Gun because I love Miles Teller. Like, you know me with Miles Teller and I watch his shit. But if he was not in there, there's no yeah, way I'm in hell I would be running to watch the that. first Top Gun. I didn't, like, I watch, didn't it watch it a lot. It. But, like, it was definitely, like, in the zeitgeist when I was younger. And it was, like, I watched it, you know, a bunch of times. Controversy. I've never seen Top Gun. Yeah. I've seen parts of it's like Star Wars. I've seen enough parts of it to be like, oh, I know what, like, I get it, but yeah. I've never sat through that entire movie, so, well, yeah, I, I, I got nothing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, Black Adam, I'm not. Oh, I'm not excited about. You know, look, I. The Rock seems like a lovely person, yeah, but yeah. It, with the acting and 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 yeah. holding a film like as the lead purely is purely watching it for the visual spectacle it's of rough. it. It might, it might be rough. I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe he'll surprise us. Who I knows? Doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> he's, who knows? But um, we'll, well, we'll he's see. He's not an actor. Like, he doesn't... No, he doesn't he's an entertainer. Classes he's or an entertainer. He's not trying to, like, develop a character or anything like that, which is a shame because, you know, uh, of the amount of money that he gets for what he does. And it's not to say he doesn't put in the work, but it's, you know, there's tons of people that are putting in the work as well that, I don't know. 
it kind of bums me out sometimes when when that happens. As much as I, because you as much as I, as much as I respect The Rock, I do. Like, do I, I think he's a, a, an amazing entertainer, charming as all he's get funny out. Funny and all, you yeah. know. You know, he's got good. He's got. He does have good comedic timing and stuff, but, um, and it just seems like a super fucking charming guy. But I just, you know, to be a, to throw that amount of actor, money yeah. at somebody who doesn't. Yeah. Who doesn't take acting as a craft seriously. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's that's the thing. I, 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 I believe that he takes what he's doing seriously, but I don't think he really knows enough to know to take. Acting well, he's as a craft limited. Yeah. He's you know? limited in what he can do as an actor. He's very one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And, you know, movies don't have to be amazing for you to still give it your all. Yeah. You know. Brendan Fraser is a wonderful example of of that, right? I mean, like think of the like you think of what Encino Man was about, and it's like, well, this is an amazing, right? This is an amazing storytelling, but he played the character really well. Yeah. Blast from the past, how ridiculous of a concept is that? But he 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 freaking owned that character. He yeah. played that character. He was so oblivious in the best way, you yeah. know. That he's a really strong actor. So it's things like that where it's like. You know, that The Rock makes so much money. The Rock essentially gets paid to be The Rock. Yeah. He's not paid. as He's not yeah. brought on to a film for acting or to be an actor. It's because he has big muscles. Yeah. And look, no no shade. And who else are you going to find that size, right? That like is... That's like, his life. The the ability for him, especially at his age, but you know, not to be ageist, but as you get older, it is harder to keep muscle mass on. There are some assumptions about how he does that. Sure. I'm not saying that they're yeah, true, sure. but yeah. I do admit it's a little sus. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But it's still a shit ton of physical work. It is. Like, Absolutely. I don't want to take anything away from that. But at the same time, it's like... But we're know? supposed to be watching a movie for the acting yeah. and the storytelling, not he's, for he's muscles. A, he's an like, action star. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a like Vin Diesel or oh know, Jesus Christ yeah, another one <laughs> another one hey I really liked um what was that he did that movie where he like could see Who? in the dark or Vin Riddick? Diesel yeah Riddick well not not Riddick was it Chronicles of Riddick Chronicles yeah the 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 original one I don't know if I saw that there was a second one oh Jesus I don't know I saw the f- whatever the first one was. That, yeah I, I don't know. I didn't watch that one but I liked that the idea especially the idea of that one. But did he blow you away in that? No. Anybody could have done but that. But I thought the film was interesting. Sure. I remember thinking the film was interesting. Yeah. He's... Sure. But he's Vin Diesel and everything. Yeah. Just like The Rock is The Rock and everything. Yeah. All right. That's enough. That's enough being mean. mean. <laughs> <laughs> Do you lovely guys people. ever I'm sure there's like, have lovely anything people. nice to say? I will no, watch. I, we don't. I'll never not We're watch assholes. a film because The Rock's in it. You know what I mean? You what? I'll never not watch a film because The Rock's oh, in it okay, or something. Yeah. You know, but like... I also will not run to watch a film sure. because The Rock's right, in it. Exactly. So there goes, uh, yeah. what do we do with that? Well, it's, it's, uh, my point being is that it is what it is and it's not going to, I don't, you know, I, I don't, like I'm not avoiding him. I don't think he's such a bad actor that I'm avoiding him. He knows his lane and he stays in it. He's not trying to play parts like the whale, right? Like he's not going to, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know. It's when someone like The Rock is... The, well, he did do Standing Tall, right? That was kind of like more a little bit of acting. I don't remember that uh, film. Sure. I know I saw it, but I don't remember it. Sure, I he guess. He beat some ass in it, but... But he certainly was not cast for that because of acting. No. He was cast no. in that because he was very popular at the time. And again, muscle. It'd be interesting to see if he ever does like do something where he just he's just an actor. It would be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to get to see that. He's a superhero or he's making jokes with kevin hart yeah <laughs> yeah because um, like jumanji is a perfect example i thought great film, Why great? Not I, say great film? <laughs> I just i just it meant was like entertaining fun film 
Um, Jack Black was the best part Jack of it. Jack Black, yeah, hundred um, percent. I'm a huge Karen Gillan fan, so I feel like she could be. I wish she was funnier in it because she has she's really funny. Mm. She has great comedic timing. Uh, but yeah, Jack Black was made that film what it was. Jack Black is a good example of an actor who is typecast to be silly because that's what he does best. But he is a very good actor. Yeah, I would love to see him do something really dark and like super dark and mm-hmm. serious. Yeah, um, he will. I mean, I feel like this. I don't know. Stuff, I don't know that. I don't know that his like circle. These people that are always funny, their career they end up doing serious. Yeah, roles but it's been and... a long time. Like he's been playing the funny, silly parts for a long time. I don't know that his like aura would be interested in doing something yeah, dark, not. but I think he would be very good in something dark. Anyway, we don't know what's happening next week. Um, it will be Christmas. Actually, this is going to be dropping on Christmas Day. <laughs> and we know that of next all week, the yeah. things that you have to do on Christmas Day, this will be at the top. Yeah, We are going to be a priority. You're going to be like, what is Go Gorilla doing? Did they drop yeah. their episode? And oh my God, I cannot wait until around six or seven Eastern Standard Time when they drop the episode. When they drop it's their episode be crazy. on Christmas and Day. And why are these guys podcasting on Christmas weekend? Because we have no life. We literally have no life. And we for sure will be will be recording this either on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. And yeah, we're not kidding about that. Uh, that's After we just... watch a Christmas story Christmas and review it. And... <sighs> The new no, one? I just made that up, yeah. No, I just, I still have, I can't do it. Yeah. I, I just can't, I can't do it. Um, but yes, we will We will be recording on Christmas weekend and dropping on Christmas Day. Just like we have for the past four years. Yeah, we have no lives. Yeah. That's just how we roll. We appreciate you. Shout outs. MoGraph. To MoGraph. To MoGraph. And if there's anything you think we should watch and you're like, hey, you should watch this and it's free, we love that. Or if it's your own. Or if it's your own yeah. and it's free, we love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just send it over our way and we'll talk to you. We'll see you. Well, you'll hear from us. Yeah. Merry rather. Christmas. Uh, happy holiday. Uh, happy Hanukkah too. That's coming up, right? Monday yeah. or something like that. Yeah. All the Hanukkahs and the Kwanzaas and everything happy and holidays. whatever you celebrate. Can't say Merry Christmas anymore for Christ's sake. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody out there. We're heathens. We don't even know all of the, the religious holidays for this. But, yeah. uh, you know, we'll talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.